Welcome to episode 90 of Out of Focus. The 3090. That's not how it works, right? That's on 30 only? <sighs> Hi. What a start. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Shemim, and my mom thinks I'm funny. Your mom thinks what? I'm funny. Oh. <laughs> Makes one of us. Yeah, at least my mom thinks that. What's new in your life? What's uh, new? Uh, I got a shirt from another podcast. and I see. I made my manager get it too. And we were rocking it today at the coffee shop because it's a coffee-related joke. Um, it is. So, uh, one of their characters, right, from the show? Yes, it's uh, a grisly barista. And since we are <laughs> baristas over there... We were rocking it, and we got a bunch of compliments. It's actually a really good quality for, like, I don't know, for, like, a shirt bought uh, out of, like, you know, like, what I mean? Like, when you buy it from, like, shows and things, just, like, you don't expect high quality. This was really good quality. Right. Right. It's it's something from, uh, like, a merch shirt mm-hmm. usually aren't, aren't great shirts. Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't own any of their shirts, but I, it's good to know that they do that. I just don't really ever wear anything like that. Well, it's, my job doesn't have a dress code, so I get to wear like graphic tees and like sport jerseys, and that's basically mm-hmm. all I have. Fair enough. I don't. This may be weird to you. I don't think I own a graphic tee. I mean, it's not weird. Like I, I understand people not having them. I just, yeah. I really like, like I don't know, just like the little moments of conversation that you get by like having a Dragon Ball C T-shirt or something like that. People are like, yeah, I, I love that show or things like that. Fair. Uh, there was one. I think I've said this before. There was one that I wanted when I was a very young kid that I found like buried in my dad's closet you know because mm-hmm. my dad used to like you know go like golfing you know with a bunch of friends they'd get silly you know ridiculous t-shirts or at concerts or whatever he had a t-shirt like buried in the back of his closet that just it was black with big white letters and just said fuck you you fucking fuck yeah I kind of feel and like he refused that to let me have it I don't know why I kind of like feel like that every day with at least someone. With, with one person in your life? I mean, it's just like, like I, I work customer service, so like at least once a day I feel like that. There. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to say I'm bringing in this episode with, this is an apple brandy. Apple brandy. And, and you had a really fancy drink the other day that we were... Playing games together on on the, uh, your wife's uh, birthday, you had this like really fancy lavender drink. Yeah, honestly, and here's the crazy thing. So yes, aesthetically, it's like this this light purple, beautiful looking drink, right? All it was was a gin and tonic. Yeah, it basically looked like an RGB light into a drink. <laughs> it kind of did. But yeah, I found this um oh, I just blanked on the name, but it's like something with an E and then nineteen oh eight. That's that's it's a it's a type of gin that they yeah, they use uh there's 
like specific botanicals in it where it's this very dark purple. So if you make it with normal com uh, tonic water, it lightens it up and is like this really light, beautiful purple. And looks super fancy, but it's just a straight up yeah. gin and tonic. Yeah. And purple's my favorite color, so dick hard. Yeah. Um, it looked great. Uh, I, mm -hmm. since March 2020, I went to my first public concert. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw the post about it. Yeah. We, um, and we, we traveled a little bit for it too. It was, um, in, uh, oh shit. What is that town called? Uh, I blanked, but we had to go up far, like past, you know, the Bronx, past Yonkers. Like it was up, you know, like way up there past Manhattan. And, uh, it took us two hours to get there, which that part sucked, uh, by train. Um, a lot of transfers and stuff. But we saw a show that is called Bumping Mics. Have you ever heard of that? I don't, but it sounds like a sexual move. Yeah. You know, when two guys just want to see yeah, how it feels. Yeah, I mean, it's like kind of like, like if your dick was a mic, and then you have another guy that's a mic also, and then you bump it into each other. It's kind of like docking, but without like the connecting part. Yeah, it, it's a precursor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, pre pre doc. Um, it's it's a thing that was made by uh, two comedians, uh, uh, David Tell, who is one of my favorite stand up comedians. Uh, so funny, and then Jeff Ross, who's the guy. He's kind of like the roast master. Like he he does all of that stuff, all those TV shows. And they started making this show together a while ago, um, before the pandemic. They would tour with it, where they would go together. And they would start the show by rather than, you know, one person going here or there. Well, they had, there was two openers, right? Two opening comics come on, do, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And then they come on together. And rather than doing, you know, the normal bits, they just start trashing each other. Nice. And because they do it every night, they have to have new jokes mm -hmm. to make fun of each other. And that's the sort of the bit. If, if they get one that's really good, they go like, oh, okay. And they bump mics together of like, okay, you got me with that. Uh, one. Okay, that's cool. So, so it's, it's, in, it's in very good fun. And so they, they trash the shit out of each other for a while. Then they start bringing up audience members and they trash the shit out of them. Uh, and then they'll maybe each do, you know, maybe a joke or two, like a little like five minute hunk. And then it's more just shitting on each other. So it's just... That, just a night so full like, of insults like a, a massive roast you know where everyone's involved yeah yeah That's and cool. so there were you know um a crazy drunk lady you know comes up and they just you know lay into her but she thinks she's the funny one you know mm. getting off these little stabs at them and they're just rolling their eyes Ah, <laughs> uh, it was it was fun. It was also just so. It was a. It was a vax, uh, vax only mm -hmm. show. You know, they they scanned my, <laughs> my personal QR code because we live now in the year 2050 uh, to prove my vaccination. Funny oh, yeah. side bit on that. that. So, yeah, exactly. New York has an app 
that you have, you know, a QR code for yourself. I, this is what I thought was funny. The, the Vax scan comes first, right? Before you ever enter the building. Mm-hmm. They're doing that. You know, boop, boop, boop. We go in. Next, it's where they do the tickets. We also have digital tickets. Um, and uh, Chelsea opens it up. They email and, you know, they usually scan. There's a code in there. Uh, the guy just goes, yeah, you're fine. Walks it like they didn't scan it. <laughs> they didn't even like take attendance to see how many people showed up. They scanned vaccinations to check those and just didn't give a shit about like, oh, you have a ticket. Okay, you're fine. Come in. Wow. Which th- I mean, thought that was a weird <laughs> contrast. That, that, that's where we're at, right? Like, if you're vaccinated, ah, you're welcome. Come, 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 join. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're fine. So, so yeah, that was that was really interesting uh, to. To just be like, and it was indoors. It was in a theater. Mm-hmm. Like to be in a theater again was so strange. Which Have you gone me, to anything? I, I I went to the movies again recently. Yeah. How I are the movies? I, I I mean, it's still weird because uh, it's like you're not. So are they cool. Vax only movies, or no, are they just no. who the fuck ever you want? Yeah, like it's kind of like at your own risk. But I always choose like weekdays really late showings so i know for a fact it's gonna be like maybe like 10 people in total oh yeah you're gonna have a little crowd yeah yeah so i went i went watching it with alejandro i went to watch uh free guy how is free guy my god it's so good yeah it's it's like one of those movies that like i i mean i kind of like knew the whole thing like you know like you 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 know what's gonna happen kind of because it's like it's a hollywood movie about like a guy that discovers that like he lives inside a video game it's it's kind of like the truman show did you see the truman show yeah yeah yeah, okay it's like it's like that but then it's also ryan reynolds so he's me as fuck He's just funny. Mm-hmm. Like he will do things that like will get me, and it's just like there's a bunch of like little things that they did with the movie, which was kind of cool. Like they made a bunch of reference to video games. They made a bunch of like reference to like the gaming world, like uh, how like I mean like you you could see like the interaction between character in game and then the person playing the game doing other things like the way we will do like kind of like you're you're like talking in game with your other like players that are in the game but then suddenly you have to turn around and say something to your wife or like something like that but like that like comes into the game too so it's kind of like those little like I don't know, like little details that they did that was a really well thought and it made me laugh several times and it was just like a good disconnect from the world, you know, just like going in there, grabbing the biggest bucket of popcorn possible and just like oh, going at it. That's, I think I miss that more than the movies themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's just want that big it. bucket of buttery popcorn it's down my gullet. It's worth the overpriced price, you know, just for that, like, I don't know, it's just like, it's different, it tastes different, it feels different, it's, it's special, you know? And yes, it's expensive to be popcorn, but it's really good. And also, talking about popcorn, the other day I made a plan, 
I was just like, this new season of a TV show that I watch is called Money Heist. It's a, a, a Spaniard Netflix original. Season okay. five was out, and it's one of the shows that like I watched the whole thing, and I knew I was gonna start, and I wasn't gonna be able to stop because I also knew it was only five episodes, mm-hmm. and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna prepare myself for this to be a, a marathon, you know, like a whole the whole season. Fuck it. So yeah, I got the biggest like container that I have in the house and I have a popcorn machine and I have the butter like spray so I had I had the air popping that's like healthy right I mm-hmm. as it was popping I was spraying it with butter like it was like pop is like pop and it's yeah <laughs> and um I made like the biggest thing like of it and then it lasted me two episodes and then I made another one and fuck it I was just like I watched the whole season just like munching away <laughs> popcorn. It, it was nice. so much fun. Like I, I, I also like. I mean, I started kind of early. Like at like eight thirty, I think, we started watching it. Um, and then by midnight, we we're done with the with the show. Like it just like, uh, no, it was a little bit more like one thirty, I think. But it, it was mm-hmm. it was re- it, it's really a show. It's really well made, and I think. And for like people that like care about like watching things in like Spanish and things like that, it's a good show to like. It's it's in like Spaniard accent, but mm-hmm. it's it's a, a really good. Um, it's a show that's like full of drama, but it's also like action drama, so you don't get bored by it. And there's a lot of character development and they show backstories, but it's not like fillers. Like they are relevant to the story, and it's like just really well developed, and it plays a lot with like corruption and things that is like classic of like the Latino community, right? Or like uh, the injustices of like inequality of money, power, and things like that. Um, and there's an Argentinian character on the show, uh, and I I just love that actor. I know him from like way back in the time. And it's just like, I feel like they handpicked the actors to like do the characters so well. There's like this guy, it just feels like it's him being in the show, you know? And he has an Argentine accent and he has all this like, I don't know, like the Argentinian ego and everything. Um, It's just amazing, like the, the way they, they work on that show. But yeah, that was like my connection. I don't know why. Well because of popcorn just connected the two things yeah. and that's like basically what i've been doing like working and watching things nice uh i what was the name of it again oh it's in english it's called money heist but in spanish it's called la casa de papel oh oh yeah, yeah. i've heard from like almost every Spanish speaker that I practice with, they're always just like Casa de Papel, Casa de Papel. It's a so. good show. It's a good show, and there's a lot of moments of like really interesting dialogues that are slow paced. So mm-hmm. it's it's a good like show to also use like your language skills as part of them. Good to know. Good to know. I. 
So I was, you answered a question that I was going to have, which was if you're making popcorn at home, what do you put on it? So you have butter spray. Butter spray and salt. That's basically it. And you salt it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like popcorn without salt. It's like, I don't know, sex without lube. So exciting and rough. Um, Ruffle your throat. Uh, I, I remember uh, when I was growing up, my my parents did something a little like different when we would watch movies at home. They would use you know the air, you know the little mini popcorn, and it you know dumps it out the front as it pops. Yeah, that's um, that's what I have. Yeah, so we so we have one of those now too, and but uh, we get like a little container. And we put uh, a little chunk of butter in it and microwave it, you know, for like mm-hmm. 10 seconds. And then you just drizzle that bitch as it pops. You get that yeah. real butter on it and then have kosher salt in the other. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, I oh, tried something. I'm make some tonight. I tried something and it failed miserably. Don't do it. Um, I tried putting the butter and the salt beforehand. And then air popping it, and it just didn't get the flavor and made a mess in the air popper. That I need to oh, you put clean. it in the popper? Oh, yeah, yeah that's that's a mistake. Yeah. Well, I tried. <laughs> you, you learned something that day. You yeah, learned, I, you I, grew. Yeah, 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 it's always a learning opportunity, right? Uh, I I remember. I think I've said that before on here, but either I don't care. Um, I had friends in undergrad where. They would do something, and I thought they were crazy for so long. If you ever tried it, they would make like you know a thing of popcorn, and then they'd put it in a bowl, and then they would open a pack of Sour Patch Kids, dump it in the bowl, and shake it up. Okay. And I thought that sounds pretty gross. I wasn't I wasn't into it, and then I tried it, and there's something about that sweet fat plus the sugar and the gummy. Fucking, it works, man. It works. Wait, what about like going to the movies and doing that? Like, so you like you don't see people what will you're do grabbing. that at the movie. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. you grab you know a sour patch from the the stand, get a, get a popcorn. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, from the stand, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not gonna bring it in my pocket from outside. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a thing. There you go. There's a new fatty fat fat for you. Bro, that's that sounds good. Um, so I have. Good and bad news from Argentina, which will make you really happy and really unhappy. Which one do you want first? Let's go unhappy. All right. Crazy news. Because about my last Argentina. trip to uh, South America left me feeling that way. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, this is going to hurt your soul. This is not going to be physical pain or just like this is going to hurt so bad. I'm not going to be tear gassed? You're not. Okay. But you're going to cry. All right. So Argentina has this beautiful idea of a ministry of women, right? It's one of the offices in Argentina. It's specifically okay. made for fighting inequality, like gender abuse, like specifically to women and things like that. Their biggest thing that they did this year was 
canceling Dragon Ball Super officially in all South America. What? They fought because of Master Roshi and yeah. his attitude towards women and his misogyny. They made an official request for Cartoon Network's Latin America to take it out, and they actually got it. Out of all the things. <laughs> That's not me saying it, right? Out of everything that you could do, that's what they chose to do. Okay, now the meme exploded about how like there's actually higher amount of uh, they call it femicidios, right? It's like specifically like females killed by their partners or like some kind of like passion related killing of a female. Uh, they have been the highest amount in like since it was registered in Argentina and mm -hmm. nothing is being done over that but Dragon Ball Super has been cancelled so there's a lot of memes about how like oh all our resources are being used to, to cancel Dragon Ball we can't do anything else I'm so sorry <laughs> oh, so sad but that's where they are. It's just like if it was, uh, if it was the original, you know, they might have a case there. That shit yeah. got rough. Yeah, yeah. In the OG, yeah, the OG, it was definitely a product of its time. So apparently, there's a line, and I think this is not Dragon Ball Super. I think this is Dragon Ball, or well, I haven't seen Dragon Ball Super. So there's apparently a line in where Master Roshi asked for Goku's pet or something that the pet transforms into whatever you wanted to transform and then he says can you make your pet transform into a cute girl and then yeah it's all about that like thing of like him the, his biggest weakness is like the girls and so he wants to like train to be better right yes obviously we watch that and it just completely goes over our head as like this is just some stupid like thing that they are just like filling the show with right because like we care about other things i understand i'll probably even say cancel that episode like i don't know make them rewrite it make him like dub it that it says different thing whatever right uh but no, they can't. The, the interesting thing about that is, like, I have seen that episode, and I do know what you're talking about. And because it is a reference to, like, the in that original series, he was super creepy and gross yeah. all the time. Um, and that was, that was, like, the thing how, like, a lot of people, like, either got things from him or stole from it or whatever was, like, by distracting him, by having some, yeah. you know, attractive lady be around. But yeah, the point of that is there. Yeah, there is someone who could transform. Was that he his his goal was like I'm just going to sit in a room, and I'm not going to try and talk to them. I'm not going to try and you know chase after them or be you know any of his creepiness. And it was like his training. Yeah, and so he would just sit in there. He was and, trying and to that, improve. 
And then at the end of the that in particular episode, he he is like that. He's like, watch watch this. Take me anywhere around anyone. And then he's just like totally, he's totally fine. Well, but I guess it wasn't enough of an improvement for the. Well, I just think that that's interesting because like it seemed like the point of the episode was to like break your gross habits to be a functioning human being. Yeah. Well. Now to the good news. Have you ever heard of capybaras? Do you know what they are? Right? Oh, the the those big animals. They're the biggest I think I know what you're talking about. The planet. And I I only know like a little seed of what you may be talking about, so I want to know the whole story. Please All tell right. me. I'm excited. So this is the news I I see. It says Private neighborhood gets infested with capybaras. Oh, for people that might not know what they are, what would you describe? Oh, they are they are a gigantic rat. Like they are the size of like a big sized dog, rodent. It's the biggest rodent in the world, right? Basically, it's a cute as fuck gigantic animal, right? Yeah. And they are, they're, yeah, they're like big dogs. They're big, they're cute, they're like hairy, and they have like big teeth, and they swim really well. And the way they get to this neighborhood is because this neighborhood was built on top of a wetland. And that was their area before. And they got they kicked out by urbanization, right? Um, and there's rivers and things that go into this neighborhood because it's a fancy private neighborhood and they want to have their yachts and things and whatevers. Um, and then now they're complaining because the dogs are being attacked by these rodents and there's <laughs> car accidents because they're like either hitting them or trying to avoid them and they're hitting something else and everything. The best part of all of this thing is that they try to uh, get like a pest control kind of like situation and the city stopped them and told them you cannot we have to do a study of uh, like the how much you will affect the environment if you kick them out of there so <laughs> so, so they just have to live with them yes <laughs> yes and get that you rich asshole kind of thing and obviously, it's, it's rich people, so eventually they're going to bribe someone or get someone to do it either ways or something like that. So it's like kind of like sad. But it's a nice story. Like, just like, and they're like stories about people being like, oh my God, like one chased me once and I had to like lock myself into my bathroom and they were like roaming around my house and things like that. I, I I think that yeah I just saw like a little like meme or thing about it, but I saw there were like fifty of them in a park, mm-hmm. so it was like whatever their public park and they were just everywhere. Oh yeah, no, it, it's it's the and 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 the obsession with these animals has been like a couple of years already in the meme world, like to the point that like they there was like a, an an official petition to switch one of the the bills in Argentina. To have a capybara in it as like the like the image that is of that bill right uh <laughs> and it's just like because they're cute 
and they're nice, and now they're attacking rich people, so we love them even more. <laughs> so now they're the national mascot. Oh, absolutely! At least for me, like I, I want to make a like a statue to them and just like put it somewhere. That that one that one is is interesting. It's it's so good, and like and like the stories keep on coming, and it's just like. They keep getting better and better. Just like the whole thing it was like, oh no, my Chihuahua was attacked by a capybara, and I had to like put him in the purse and things like that. It's just like, yeah, like you're not even supposed to have a dog that small. Like just like, <laughs> uh, they're they're doing the Robin Hood. They are. Oh yeah, and and that's another thing. Like just like. They they made songs about them, and how like they're like retaking their lands and like putting them as like conquerors, like retaking their like because that was literally their land before, so they're just going back to where they belong. And it might be a lot about the fact that uh, like like kids in those neighborhoods are not allowed to do like private parties anymore and like they can't be that noisy like they used to be so they're like kind of like retaking like the, the, the wilderness right like it's just like this is wild land now with not that much human pollution so now they're like getting back <laughs> that's amazing it's fern gully all over again <laughs> Well, that that is that that's a nice little uh, positive piece of news from from down there. Yeah, well, I'm a fan. Dragon Ball Super getting canceled. Yeah, Jesus, that sucks. Um, so I'm gonna tell you something that you probably know because of uh, social media already. But if you didn't, if you didn't know, I think this would blow your mind knowing what you know about me. This weekend. I played a sport. Wait, what? That's oh, right. I, know, I, know, I know. That's not a sport. Fuck you. But for, for well, me. It's, a, it's an Olympic sport, actually. But Right, but it, it, just even for me that I played a sport, come on. Yeah, no, 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 that's like, it's like, wow, he's not just, like, exercising with the Wii, he is actually doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, so here's the story of how all of this happened. So, uh, especially over the summer, um, Chelsea and I have been thinking about, uh, because, you know, we're not, we're still not going crazy with, like, going out and being around a, a lot of people. We've been trying to think about, what can we do, like, what can we go and do outside of this apartment that's not going to eat or going and getting drunk at a bar? Like, basically, what can we do for fun? Um, and we were both, like, we both kind of said a couple of times, like, oh, why not just, like, a mini golf? You know, it's outside. It'll take an hour. Just something different, you know? And uh, so we finally, we went on Saturday, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I know your dad like Saturday. Like... I was trying to remember, but um, yeah. So we went, we we played through the course. We actually like had a lot of fun. We were both pretty terrible at it. Um, 
Uh, but I used to go when I was a kid, uh, with my dad would take us a lot. And I actually ended up when I was like a younger teenager, I would go real golfing with them, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes and the driving range and stuff. Uh, you know, white people stuff, uh, <laughs> white rich people stuff. Though we weren't rich. We went to the, we went to the shitball courses. Um, and but you know as we were playing certain parts of it like started to come back i even got a hole in one motherfucker ooh, ooh shucky ducky it was and actually really good yeah nice like those are it, tricky things those are like i was usually like harder than like real gold yeah so so that felt cool and then when we were when we finished i was surprised that chelsea was like i had a lot of fun I think I would really like to do the driving range, you know, where you just get a bucket of balls and you fucking blast them out into, they have cars and stuff out there you try and hit. And uh, like, okay, well, we don't have clubs, but let's go see if they rent because a lot of places would, yeah, would do that. that's the whole point. We go in and ask and they say, no, COVID stuff, we don't rent clubs. Like, okay, whatever. Like maybe we can, you know, find like, yeah, because new clubs, it's like $500 a club and stuff like that. They're, golf is, is crazy expensive. Um, Rich people shit. Exactly. So we uh, were like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, maybe we can like Facebook Marketplace, you know, find just even like two, you know, one, one my size, one her size, just to go there and fuck around and play. And she finds there's a... Uh, there's a store in not far from us that all they do is sell used golf shit. Okay. Like, all right, let's let's go check it out. And it's like in this beat up old warehouse, and they just it's just full of all of it. Uh, it was golf and ski, like just used skis, used golf. Okay. All right. Right when they walk in. Uh, there's only two guys working there and they split us up. What are you looking for? Boom, 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 boom. And they walk out and even still like used, it was like, I basically just was like, I want a driver. That's the main one. You know, you just to hit the farthest cause I want to go to the driving range and just smack balls. And we're looking at the used ones that they have and they're like, you know, 65, $70, which is okay. Like if I'm just going to get one and then, he starts going, well, you know, it's almost the end of the season. We have one or two little like used sets, like a full set. Because if, if we go get one of these and one of this type, one an iron, a putter, like if you wanted to play a basic round, it's going to add up really quick. It's going to be like a couple hundred dollars. But we have like these used kits that are put together that are 150 And we, we I actually did the price like... Going Between around two like two things, one for you, one for her. It's about like one twenty already. Like yeah, and it's like, and it comes with a bag, you know, to like you can carry them all in the bag or whatever. And uh, it's like I don't know, I because I don't know if we're actually going to go and play. But then by the time I catch up with Chelsea, she's like, I'm looking at this kit. I'm gonna get it. Like, wow, okay. She wants to. She wants to go and play. All right, I'll get one too. Whatever. And so we. We bought kits and then just basically drove straight over to the driving range and just hit 130 balls. Just oh, my God. Bam. 
Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw I saw your wife's post about it, uh, and she's like, I mean, it's it's fun. I'm sure it's fun to do that. Like it's just like I told you when I did like the the virtual thing, like the virtual golf, that like you actually yeah. hit the ball, and then like a like a screen will tell you how far you threw it or whatever. It's really fun. I totally get why people will, like get big into it, but it's also like really expensive like, to do any of these things but yeah i mean it's it's just like it, it looks so much fun to just like yeah hit things with it yeah well and that was a, like we took the we took the clubs home and like we washed them all down because you know they're like dirty and used and uh cleaned them up and they're they were in fine shape but the the cool thing is is like the driving range if you have clubs is cheap mm-hmm. i mean we got 130 balls for like twelve dollars. Yes, yeah. And that was like an hour and a half, maybe two hours of us just out there, you know, smacking away uh, all afternoon. So like that's not that's not a bad thing. One funny thing, and this will probably be rectified this week, was um, uh, I'm practicing with my driver, which is you know the big one. And uh, I'm finally starting to get kind of like the swing back because I haven't done this in like 10 years. So, you know, it's taken a while to kind of figure out because it's a hard fucking game. <laughs> that game is so hard. And I'm finally start feeling like I'm starting to get in the groove. I go to hit. Um, and one of the things you do, just like with a lot of sports, is like you follow through. Like you watch the ball. Like as you hit it, your your eyes, you follow it as it uh-huh. goes. Right. It's not because um, if you stay right there, you don't um, get the, the swing right. So I hit this one. Boom. And the ball goes. But then there's this other like there's something else I'm like what the fuck? And then it falls and I'm like, oh, no. And I look down the head of my club. It snapped off and fucking flew 100 yards into the driving range. So you broke the club. <laughs> now you have to get a new one. Like, it snapped off. Well, it became pretty clear because then when I looked where the snap was, I could see there's bits of tape and stuff there. And I was like, these motherfuckers knew this was cracked, and they just taped it up. And so, and Chelsea, being Chelsea, she's just gonna go there and probably get me a new one. Uh, they're pro- they'll probably give her a new one uh, because I never. Oh, I hate doing that kind of shit, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean well, that's why that's why you marry someone like her. Yeah, I have to say she uh, that was her first time doing it. She was pretty good. Yeah, I saw the video. Like it, it took yeah. her. Uh, I think you know, just like any, a little bit of warm up to figure it out, but especially like swinging the irons, like she's getting like hundred and fifty yards off of those motherfuckers, and like, damn girl. She's at the yeah, gym like every day, like fucking going like shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. Now she's fucking using true. the shoulders. Exactly, because she jacked his shit so she can whack him into the stratosphere. Um, yeah, so that, so now we're golf people, I yeah. guess. Golf and brandy, like, just like, look at you. You're like fancy as fuck. Yeah, and my driver is out in the middle of the driving range. <laughs> well, it drove away. <laughs> <laughs> So um, there was a song that I that I heard that a friend recommended that it's called Regular Everyday Normal Guy. 
I'm just a regular, everyday, normal guy. John, uh, what's his name? Le, it's French, right? Yeah, that, whatever. Do, do you, have you ever, like, paid attention to the lyrics? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I felt like I am the most regular, normal, everyday guy when I listened to that song. It made me ponder upon my own life and be like, am I not special at all? Like, am I, like, am I just, just that? Am I that? I'm, I'm, a, I'm an average person in everything? It's basically the dude version of Basic Bitch is that song. It's so fucking good. I mean, it's just like... What were the parts for you that hit too close to home? Uh, <laughs> it's like, when I go to clubs, I wait in line, motherfucker. I'm just a regular, every everyday, normal guy. Right, well, oh, that's part of the, the comedy of the song, for people who haven't heard it, is like, he he sings it as though it's like this hardcore, I'm showing off how cool I am, as like a rap, you know, yeah. like, check out how cool I am, but it's really just him just doing bullshit basic stuff. It, it says, uh, I mean... <laughs> I got $600 in my bank account, motherfucker. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal guy. <laughs> and my sexual performance are average. Like, <laughs> that I work at customer service for a phone company. I make 12 bucks an hour, but that's all I need. I live in a small apartment on a quiet street. I don't go out too much. I like to watch TV. I can't afford a car. I use, I use public transportation. I don't mind. I read until I reach my destination. Sometimes a newspaper, sometimes a book. The amount of money I save, the shit is off the hook. That Damn. That, that, that's, uh, me. that's me right there. Like, she's like, I swear. Like, <laughs> yeah, he... Thoughts, uh, like, <laughs> well, I'm so glad you found him. That was part of, uh, for me, uh, I, again, I don't remember how to pronounce his last name. But he was part of, like, when I first was, like, discovering Bo Burnham, like, when Bo Burnham was a YouTube kid, mm. you know? Like, him and, and, like, Tenacious D and stuff like that. Like, when I was first discovering comedy music. Or even, like, Little Dicky's, like, first song was all around that, that same time. Yeah, he, he has a couple uh, really funny ones. I, I can't remember them off the top of my head, but I feel like if I pulled up a list... Of the songs he made, but I do remember that one specifically. It was I'm, I'm very gonna, funny. I'm gonna go to another verse, and I want to state that I feel seen right now by him. I, seen and heard. Seen and heard. Yes, I'm just a regular, everyday, normal guy. I get nervous in social situations, motherfucker. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal guy. I get constipated once a month, motherfucker. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal guy. And I make pretty good spaghetti sauce, motherfucker. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal guy. And I get scared when I go see the dentist. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's uh, Shamim's life. I was listening to it. My friend's like, oh, like you should, you should check this song. It's like pretty good. Like It's a friend from Argentina. Um, and so I put my headphones on and I go, like, let's see what's this shit. Because uh, usually I don't agree with his like style, um, so I play the song and I'm walking around and I go like, oh, oh shit, oh shit, that's me, oh shit, that's cool, oh shit, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm going to my twelve dollars an hour work, like, 
coming out of my apartment that is too small. Uh, like, it, it, it was just like, it got me. It got me. Like, I was just like laughing so hard. And it's just like, like you said, like, it's trying so hard to be a badass, but like, but just saying, like, I'm just normal. I know I'm normal. Right. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, uh, you, I'm glad you reminded me of him. I'm, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back because that was a, I mean, that has to be over, yeah, over 10 years ago that right, I, it's an that old I, song, yeah. yeah, I'm, damn, you hit me in the member berries with that one. Remember, remember when we heard that song first time? Yeah, he has another song about also being a creepy guy that drives around in a van. Oh, I think the joke of the whole song is that he looks like every part of his look just looks like he's a like pedophile, uh, but he's I actually like a video. normal nice guy. It's a different song. All, yeah. Oh, okay, man. And I got targeted by something this week on ads on Instagram that I don't know why. For some reason, Instagram believes I'm doing a keto diet. So you're getting uh, adult diapers? <laughs> no, the, the, the peen sticks. <laughs> so that I can check if I'm keto or not. No, I got this ad. And like, I want you to read it and like see if you can understand what it says. Chicken breast <laughs> chips? Way better than potato chips? It, they made chips out of chicken meat yes is that what you're showing to me right now yes and look at the, the looks of it it looks like a fucking potato chip it's like what the fuck thin and crispy in probably fake meat as fuck what the fuck uh, i i'm so curious but it also sounds so disgusting like i don't want any part of it also why do i never record in this position uh, for those of you that do not get to see him because this is an audio thing he is now perpendicular to his desk and uh, just putting his foot on top of the piano yeah this is comfortable and, and the fucking cat is relentlessly trying to jump up on my lap while I'm sitting here and he can eat all of the dicks <laughs> he will if you let him <laughs> like seriously I, I will tilt the camera down so you can just watch as he just like pries around <laughs> trying to find a way up here. Well, now you're cross-legged, so he can't do it. And also, you can check out my balls. He's right he, he right here. Oh, you can't see him. <laughs> Shit. Okay, this is great audio. Yeah, uh, perfect audio material. Um, but yeah, I got targeted for that ad for some reason. But it, That's it, so it, strange. Like... It, God be interested, but also I feel like it's just for the anecdote, you know? Oh, like saying. I tried potato or chicken chips. Is that what you would call them? No, chicken chips. Yeah, sounds chicken good. Chicken chips. Chicken chips has, has a it, nice little like is rhythm. It's a chick chip. Chick chip. Yeah. Chick. Hmm. All right. I, yeah, I don't know that. That doesn't. Right? It doesn't, it's, you know. And it's like kind of like, I, I don't want to have it. I will not buy a bag of it if I'm not sure there's going to be a shit ton of people that's going to finish that bag by having one chip each. Yeah. 
Because yeah. I don't think anyone's going to want to have more than one. Or maybe we try it and it's like, oh, shit. This shit is good. But And then you decimate it. Right. And then you had like 450 grams of protein <laughs> in like one sitting. And you feel like uh, shit what? for a week. I'm yeah. just trying to get spoiled from my working out of the gym. <laughs> yeah. It's this obsession with getting more protein. And more protein and like just like it was like the other day I, I, I saw a thing it was like waffles that had that were made out of protein basically they're like I don't know like 90 grams of protein per serving oh uh, Chelsea buys those the fuck Chelsea yeah. is the problem yeah well she's also jacked you know yeah I know I know I know I know that it's like you have to do it if you like doing things but, but yeah, they're uh, um, yeah pancake and waffle mix. Yeah, with like extra. Pro- I remember. I have to say, they're pretty tasty. They're pretty tasty. I'm sure they are, because when they make these S- kind of especially when shit, you just drench them in maple syrup, you know. I'm not a big fan. Which of is how syrup. I ate them. I, this, You're the this, worst Canadian of all time. I am not Canadian. <laughs> I'm from, oh. I'm from Mexico, oh. remember? Oh, all of you foreigners, same place to me. You're all Canadians to me. <laughs> no, 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 wait. But, like, I'm from the from the Mexican side of foreigners, you know? Like, I'm from the south. Oh. So the north, all the, all the other ones are Canadian. All the Spanish speakers are Mexicans. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's how it works. Where's your sombrero? I left it on your mom's house. Piece of shit. <laughs> you left, yeah, you left it on her bedpost. <laughs> I I use it for like for the for the bed frame to not make that much noise. Oh, as a little buffer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, that's considerate. You didn't want to wake me up. You're a nice guy. <laughs> I didn't want to wake up the neighbors. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't know she was a banshee. Um, well, you know, that sounds, uh, those chips sound disgusting. How many did you buy? I did not know for that. I didn't even click. I am afraid that taking a screenshot of it might have, like, targeted something else. Because I'm sure they know the shit that you can, like, you screenshot. If you're, like, there at the ad, if you screenshot it, I'm sure they're like, oh, he's interested. Right? Um but I didn't get that many things after that, so I don't know. Huh. I, I feel, I don't know, I don't yeah. feel like I get targeted for a lot for weird shit. Especially with Instagram, you know what they target me with the most? Language classes. Fountain pens. Ah, uh, okay. I, Fountain yeah. pens and ink. That's, they hit me with that all day. Yeah, which I'm also fine with because it's just fountain pen porn and it looks nice. It's the same with me and like when they're like, oh, like Funko Pops and like different anime things and like, like, oh, cool, this is cool. And then I like obviously I slide on the side of like the ads of like different images, and that obviously tells them I'm interested because I'm like spending time on that ad. Yeah, because you're look, you're engaging. Fuck, I don't give a fuck. Bring it on. I like them. Tell me what to buy, Google. I dare you. 
I double dare you. I I think they will. I think I think they're gonna follow through on that. Yeah. Um. So this week, I will be teaching in person class starting this week. Isn't that crazy? It's disgusting. Why? Because <laughs> the place that pays me is going to do that. Um, oh, yeah. One thing that has been interesting, and I think you you might enjoy this, is uh, not the first part, part two. Part one is that the rules keep changing. Like, almost on a weekly basis, I'm sent a faculty-wide, you know, of like, okay, here's what you got to do. You know, are the students spread apart? No, they're not spread apart. Okay, spread them apart. Are they going to wear masks? No, they're not going to wear masks because we're a vaccinated campus. Oh, but there's so many medical exceptions. We don't know which ones. Uh, no, we don't have to mask. Okay, now everyone has to mask. We'll do that. And it's just been like every week I just get different rules. But the one that I think you would find is interesting is I was sent a, I think it was 16, a 16 step protocol of what to do if a student refuses to put on a mask. Oh, fuck. 16 steps? Dude, yes. There should be one. Kick them out. <laughs> That's the step. Done. You don't want to be in this class the way you're supposed to. You just don't get to be in a class. Well, I mean, that's that was one of the steps. But it was further down the list. What were the other ones? Just like ask them if they are in deficit or like what? Like just like can I can I know if your parents are cousins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was number two. Um, I don't remember the exact list, but here here's a general summary. It was um, uh, remind them to wear one. Um. If they still refuse to comply, remind them again. Uh, then after that, it was uh, tell them that they can that they can get a free one from the health clinic. Okay. And to go get one. Um, okay. Uh, they still say no. You remind them like one more time. I think that's three reminders or something. And if they still won't. Then you ask them to leave uh, the class. And it specifically says in there, do not raise your voice or get angry. Like, stay calm. Okay. If they refuse, um, please ask them to leave one more time. If they, if they continue to refuse, at that point, dismiss the entire class to leave. And uh, contact, you know, like that's when you like contact like public safety and the, you know, all of the stuff in there and remind them that like they're breaking student code and can face suspension and things like that. Like, damn. And then it's like serious. That's good. So I was like, damn, that's a lot of steps. Yeah. You're I'm not going to remember that. A, you're going to have to have a cheat chart there. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to have it printed out. Like a, like a flow chart, just like, if this, then this. If... <laughs> yeah, I seriously will need that. So good luck to me starting teaching class <laughs> this week. So it's this in like a university in New York? Yeah. So hopefully it's going to be like not that many dumb people. 
I mean, we'll see. One of the nice thing is is that uh, class sizes much, much smaller. You know, I'm not teaching. I'm not doing like a 300 person lecture. You know. Yeah. It's it's small numbers. And it's a master's degree class, right? Uh, this one is not. Okay. This one will, will be an undergraddy. Okay, so there's a bunch of like young people actually. Young whippersnappers. Hmm. That's gonna be interesting. That's gonna bring a lot of stories, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Um, if you want to send us your COVID protocols, <laughs> <laughs> or what kind of like animals cheap do you consume? Yeah, what kind of what kind of animal? How chips do you do get you your like? proteins, bruh? <laughs> send them Sucking to... myself off. Oh, can you do that with me? Um... <laughs> Uh, do like me and send uh, your protein intake count to outoffocusshow at gmail.com <laughs> or Show on Instagram, outoffocusshow on Twitter, and you know the the joke that I'm going to make, uh, outoffocusshow at Grindr, Tinder, Bumble, Yes, that is a dating app. Uh, yep. And then just send them <sighs> to me on a text message, WhatsApp, audio message. Uh, we don't care. If you send Aggressively an audio, FaceTime. If you, send, if you call me, I'll fuck you up. Uh, <laughs> but if you send me an audio message, I can play it here. True. And, you know, if you're going to be sending your protein to us, make sure you fill up the cup completely because... I hate moderation. <laughs> Cream sickles. <laughs>